This is the Travel and Van Life podcast from Jits into the Sunset. We're Tanya and Adam, and this is the podcast where we talk all things travel, adventure, and road trips. For our experience and with conversations with others who, like us, have chosen an alternative lifestyle. Hello, lovely podcast listeners, and welcome to a surprise midweek episode. This is a snippet from a conversation that we had with Alison Young from episode 41. And if you haven't listened to episode 41, then we can highly recommend that you go back and check it out. It's one of our favorite conversations. She is truly, truly inspirational and she shares a lot of wisdom, a lot of her stories from the trail. Um, But in this episode, she explains a little bit about what she packs in her backpack because it's all about staying as light as you possibly can whilst having everything you could possibly need for the trail. So it is a fine art. And she also answers a question that she often gets asked, which is, what is a P-Rag? Uh, very important questions, especially for all the women that are looking to through hike uh, or just, you know, live outdoors and, and need to pee. So as with a lot of our conversations with our guests, is we have so much to speak about that there is just too much to fit in the kind of hour-ish slot that we aim for with our main episodes. So we have a bit of an overlap sometimes with parts of the conversation mm-hmm. that are still very, very good very very interesting but don't necessarily fit into the main episode so what we're going to try and do is as well as releasing those exclusively to patreon we're going to release some of them here as midweek episodes for just a little bit of extra something from our from our guests and the wonderful guests that we get to speak to so this is an extra from Alison, and without further ado we will let her explain what she packs and what a p-rag is One thing that a lot of people will be wondering, as I am as well, is when you're packing for these long distance backpacking trips and you know you're going off for five months on end and I know you've talked about the how y- the, the the things that you pack have to be ultra light and so obviously that there is a huge learning curve and when you're starting off you can't afford everything too because it is very expensive gear and um, you've once described how people tend to pack their fears as you put it and tend to overpack <laughs> yeah. so I would love yeah. to know what is one or two things that you absolutely cannot do without in your backpack. And also to tag on to that, I'd love for you to tell us what a P-Rag is. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, for sure. Um, so starting with the backpack, we sort of talk about three things that are probably the most expensive and the um, the ones you are the most considered So it would be your shelter, Mm -hmm. if you have a shelter, and your sleep system. So, you know, that includes a mattress and a a sleeping bag, et cetera, and um, and what you carry it in. So the backpack, you know, most people uh, think about these a lot because they, you know, they want the the most comfortable thing. It's not only that they're, they're expensive, so you're not buying, you know, a different sleeping bag every single year. I mean, you know, it could be if you're getting a very very warm one, um, it can be three, four, five hundred dollars. So they're, you wow. know, they're expensive. Um, yeah, uh, and not to scare anyone off, but you know, the lighter it is and the warmer or the more um, tech it is, they get more expensive. So you can easily go to, 
you know, just here it would be like, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods and get a, you know, a decent sleeping bag. That'll be plenty warm, but it'll be very heavy and bulky. So it's not really designed to be carried a long distance. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the reason you want to be ultra light or as light as you can be, I wouldn't say everything I carry is ultra light, is because you're going for a long, long way and it's tiring. It's exhausting to have something on your back. Um, you know, and, and you don't want it. I try to keep my, my, what we call base weight. It doesn't include water, food, or fuel. If you're carrying a stove, I try to keep it to 13 pounds. I wouldn't, I don't know what that is in kilos, but, um, you know, 13 pounds, 12 pounds, something like that. And so, um, you know, and that's like a size of a, a small a baby, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not, it's packed, packs tight and it's not that heavy. And then, and then when you put like, you know, you almost, um, half again that much or almost that much in food, you might double it in your, in your food weight. So, so that's why you want to have it light because then you can carry more food. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, it depends on where I'm going. So like when I'm in, I'm going to start on June 1st, the Appalachian Trail. I'm, I'm putting my feet wow. in Maine and seeing how it goes. And Maine, Maine. Should, should be pretty warm at that time. And I'm going to probably take a quilt um, instead of a sleeping bag. So it's something that lays over me. You can kind of zip it up underneath you, but it's but it's not a mummy bag. It's not holding you super tight and it, it closes down to nothing. Um, and then I don't take a super large backpack because it's summer and I don't have to carry quite as much stuff. There won't be snow. I don't need any traction or anything like that. And for a shelter, because the bugs will be horrible in June, um, I'll take a tent, you know, that clo- that zips in mm-hmm. so n- no bugs can come in at night. And it and, I, and mine weighs, I set it with my, my trekking poles. It weighs a pound, one pound. I don't know what that is in, in, is it in kilos, but um, super lightweight. And it's, it's really strong. I've been in wind. I've been in rain. And it's kept me, you know, fairly safe in there. <laughs> but definitely, definitely free from the bugs. So, um, so those are kind of the main things you think of. I do have a gear list. I have like my gear closet that, you know, gives links and stuff if people are interested in seeing like specific specifically what I take, it's always a work in progress because, you know, it's expensive to buy something. You're sure you love it. You take it out there and you're miserable. Or you go to Arizona like I do and you take a blow up mattress. And, you know, I was super careful about cactus, but I set it in grass and I thought I was fine. And the grass has like little prickers. (laughs) And in the morning, you know, it's like flat on the ground. (laughs) So... So I'm never doing that again. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're really comfortable, but it's better to take something that you don't have to blow up because you don't have to require, you know, that it stays put together. And the energy to blow um, it up. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no, I have. It's it's like Thermarest just makes this kind of um, it's like foam. And I, I didn't think I thought there was no way I could sleep on it because, you know, you, you're you just your bones hurt more mm. when you're older. And actually, it's not bad. I'm comfortable. And I, you know, I make it through the night. So. So that really works. Yeah. And then it's, you know, and it's clothes. It's all these consider. There's there's billions of articles online with people's opinions. So there, we're not for a lack of finding anything anymore. <laughs> I think maybe 15 years ago, you know, before the Internet, it was more difficult to figure out, you know, what to take. Mm-hmm. But now it's like crazy. There's stuff everywhere. When Before I went to to New Zealand, there was a Facebook page of like women who were hiking the Teotihuacan, and I got on it and like, oh hi, my name's Allison, blah blah blah, and someone put up a post and said, "Are you taking a pee rag?" And I was like, <laughs> "What is that?" And I 
I was too afraid to ask what it was because I thought they're just going to laugh at me and say, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, a green Luddite or something. So I searched around on the Internet and I found a friend um, who's actually she's really cool. She has um, what does she call herself? Um, oh, I can't think of what her what her handle is. But she she does really cool hikes all the time everywhere. And she's a, a large person. So she, you know, is is happy to be a plus size hiker and um, really makes a statement of this that, you know, mm-hmm. we can be of all sizes and hike. Amazing. But she wrote a beautiful article about a P-rag. And basically it's it's for women who, <laughs> well, it's basically for women. Okay. <sighs> so we don't want to take toilet paper um, because that makes a whole lot of garbage. You can't drip dry because that causes infection and problems and smell and everything. So you use something. It can be a bandana. But in the case of um, I use a Kula cloth. It's something that, that's been manufactured. And they call it a pea cloth. It's a piece of fabric, but they have antimicrobial stuff in it and, you know, it takes the smell away. And then they have, you know, silver that's in the fabric. The reason you want to do this is you want to have less pollution, Mm -hmm. essentially. And um, it can be just rinsed out and it just dries on the back of your backpack. So the gal that's doing Kula cloth, I mean, she's, I'm making a little advertisement for her. She, she's going gangbusters. She lives in, um, in Seattle, Washington. (laughs) And they look a little bit like potholders, <laughs> and, oh. and they have interesting art on them. She's very funky, and I mean, everyone I see now has has them. And so it's um, even for a day hiker, it's you know you want to go behind the bush. I mean, a guy can do it, but a gal can't, you know. And you, you I mean, you don't use it for you just use it for um, for going pee, but um, that's how you how you stay clean. <laughs> I love it. You know there what? you go. I, 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 I'm going to have to take a, a pee rag with me because I <laughs> I love a nature pee. I, we, we, we've got a, we've got a toilet in our van, but we like to save the space. You know, we, we want, we want to just keep that for, you know, the emergencies and the number twos. So I am, I have no problem going out in nature. I I'm going to get myself a P-Rag. Maybe that'll be my, my next yeah. gift request for Adam. There we go. That'll be Valentine's Day, maybe. <laughs> Quite romantic. <laughs> you you guys probably should interview um, Anastasia Allison, is her name, um, the owner of Kula Cloth. She is something else. Great. So you may want to connect with her. She's awesome. That'd yeah. be great. Have you, have you heard of, um, yeah. of a toe rag? No. No. So a toe rag is kind of the nautical version of a pee rag. And it's used for everything, though, not just for pee. And what would what would happen is during long journeys, historically, when people would be sailing everywhere on these long voyages, they would tow a rag off the back oh, yeah. of the boat and it would be splashing around in the salt water. And that is what they would use. And I don't know, it's probably not, maybe not so much in America, but in the UK, tow rag is kind of like an old fashioned insult that you can do without swearing it's like you little toe rag so i just i always knew it in that context and then i heard it uh, someone explained to me that that's what it that's what it was so funny i, I learned some is. random like nautical things because i um oh, filmed a lot of sailing in my time and i just learned these oh, random okay. random little you know i'll bet you if somebody toys. has it as a as a trail name <laughs> you know yeah they've used toe rag. I'm, my name is toe rag yeah yeah <laughs>